Hi, I'm Zev, and this is the first episode of the Father and Son Finance Podcast. This episode is all about emotions and money. Hi, I'm Morris, Zev's father, and today's episode is really about how money makes one feel, and really seeing if the association with money is something that you have that is positive, or something that you might feel is more negative. And it's important as really the first step in engaging with finance investments is to really have a positive attitude when thinking about money. Zev, when you think about money, how does that make you feel? I feel that money is a good thing because it's used to buy things and it's a placeholder for things when trading. Yeah, so I think that's an important part about money. Money allows you to get things. Now, I think things aren't necessarily good or bad. um, And certainly things don't necessarily make you happy or sad. But they do allow you to do certain things, do stuff. So, you know, having a nice home doesn't make you a better or worse person, but it is nice to have a nice home and be able to, you know, feel safe and 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 have somewhere over your head. Um, I think it's important that money, you know, there's often some statements. Have you ever heard the statement, money is the root of all evil? Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's often where people associate money in a negative light, as if, you know, you can only make a lot of money or you can only earn money by cheating somebody or doing bad stuff. And I think it's important to kind of relook at those associations and see why people are feeling that. Now, you obviously are younger, so your your money is really just about buying more PlayStation games, or video games or, or toys or, or going out, you know, going to the tuck shop and, and, and buying something there. Um, you know, so, you know, when you're thinking about money, it's often about material goods. But those material goods often can make you feel good. Usually when you get older, your things that you want to buy, they become more expensive or different from the things you wanted to buy previously. Like when you're an adult, you want to buy a house or a fancy car or you want to buy a business or stocks. Yeah, so exactly that. As you get older, often people look at money and think, I want more and I want bigger things and more material things. And it's important to really not associate money with just purely material as a material thing. Um, because I think that's where some of the roots of where either people start to worship money as if it's something that's really important. Oh, my God, I have to have money and it's important. And it's so important that, you know, this is who I am. And then on the other side of it, it's if you don't have that, then there's this feeling of less than. Then the feeling that I don't feel important and then often often a negative association. I don't have money, therefore the people who do must have done it in an illegal way or they must be bad people to have money or, you know, money isn't good. And, and I think the key is money is neither. It's not good. It's not bad. It's, you know, there's a, I would say catchphrase, your net worth doesn't equal your self-worth. So when I say net worth doesn't equal your self-worth, what, is it, what does that mean to you, Zev? Having a lot of money doesn't mean that you're a good person. Neither doesn't mean that you're a bad person if you don't have too much of it. Yeah, so often a lot of people associate, look at other people who are wealthy, their net worth, what their wealth is, their bank balance, and think they must be important, they must be special. And it's not equal to who you are, your self-worth. You're, the person you are is you're a good person because of your good deeds, not because of your bank balance. So I think it's important not to associate money as a, a thing that is all about I'm a good person or it's so important or we must all run after it. But however, money is does do certain things. And I think one of the things that money is very good at is it's a magnifier. So if you throw money at something, it just enhances it. So if you, your life is happy and you put more money to your life, well, you actually happier you've got these more can have more happy experiences you can spend that money to do good things 
On the other hand, if you, you're unhappy and you throw money into a situation, it kind of actually creates more conflict and more fights. So you often sometimes see people that might be wealthy have very broken family life because they don't, uh, and it has nothing to do with the money, it's actually got to do with if you, you know, money's just going to magnify it and enhance that. So if it was really broken to begin with, it's going to make it even more broken. So Dad, since you talk about money um, making you good or bad, but how does that like, make you feel like happy or sad? Like you can't buy happiness, but not having enough money is going to make you sad. Exactly. I mean, I think it's important to say money is not specifically going to buy you happiness, but a certain amount of money does buy you happiness. And, and it's really called the marginal utility of wealth. So marginal utility of wealth is, is really about as you earn more and more money, you get less and less happiness out of that money. However, there is a certain level of wealth that you do need in order to have certain level of safety and health. And so when you think about there's a concept called Maslow's hierarchy uh, hierarchy of needs, which really starts off with uh, your basic needs of shelter, safety, those kind of things. So having a house, having food, you know, having oxygen, air, these kind of things become quite important. And when you don't have enough money to have a nice a home that provides shelter when it's cold or have money to provide you food so you actually go to bed hungry, which unfortunately a lot of people in South Africa where we live do go to bed every night hungry and do not necessarily have the proper shelter, in that sense, more money will actually make them happier. So money doesn't buy you happiness, but a little bit does. If you don't, if you only got a little bit of money, it will buy you happiness. Once you get to a certain level of wealth where from a Maslow's hierarchy of needs is, is being covered, so all your safety, your health, um, your basic needs are being done, that's when... Um, you, money is not going to make you happier, and that, and you need, to, you don't need to look for money to make you happier. I think that's about really purpose in life, which is not the finance conversation we're going to have. So basically, you're saying that if you don't have much money, then money becomes important to you, it makes you happy. But then when you start earning more money, and it becomes more of a normal thing, it's not going to make you any more happier than you previously were. Exactly. So we, we're not talking about money bringing you happiness, but we do think that a certain level of money is something that you should be aspire for. And I think it really talks to a concept called financial freedom, um, which is really about um, just having enough income from really passive type investments to really cover most of your expenses. Then you take a lot of the stress of working away and that allows you to really apply your mind and time to positive things that you want to do so i think everyone says go get a job that you're passionate about and that you know you you love and it's like yeah that sounds great but if you don't have money and you don't have anything um, then you need a job you know any job kind of will be good even if you're not happy with your job you're gonna but i think the key is not to want to you want to aspire to have a job where you, that brings you happiness and, and that you're passionate about. And therefore, if you're going to spend time in a job, having a bit of wealth that you built up that allows you to um, you know, pay off some of your expenses means that you've got more choices. And I think that really talks to, to where money becomes important. Money is about, to have, you know, good money principles allow you to make better choices in life. And, and your ability to use money in a good way gives you better choices later on. And it's quite incremental. So um, 
So, so Zev, when you think about money, um, when someone asks you, well, what is a rich person? What do you, what do you think? Well, most other people would say a rich person is someone who has a lot of money or things or lots of net worth, but really a rich person is someone who's happy with their lot, who's happy with what they have, even if they aren't so rich, even if they may be poor, but if they're still happy with it, they're more or less rich. Yeah, so there's a there's a Torah concept from a, a book called Pekayavot, Ethics of Our Fathers, that exactly says that, um, which says one who's rich is one who's happy with their lot, who's happy with what they've got. And I think it's important that, you know, your happiness is not going to come from money. However, having money does allow you better choices, as we were saying, and allows you to be able to provide certain basic needs, which are important in, in living today. And that's why when looking at your money and thinking about money, you should think of it as something that's really positive, something you could do a lot of good with, but also something that we don't worship. Um, but it's something that we aspire to to have money so we can do good things. Um, and, and I think well, as, as I was talking about the job, you know, you know, what do you think is more valuable than money? I think time is more valuable than money because money, if you don't have it, you can earn it. But time, once you've spent your time, you can never, ever get it back. Exactly. I mean, you've only got so many minutes, years to live on this earth and, and they're precious. And... And you can't, once you've used up all your years and you, you know, you only get to live your life once, um, that's far more important. Now, often in a job, you actually sell your time for money. And what you really want to aspire to do is, is build up sufficient wealth so that you can really get better choices with your time as well. So you want to, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a job and, and spending time working, um, but you also want to make sure that over time, building up wealth so that as you get older when you want to retire and i think when i say retire i mean more continue to work but in a in a way that you may not be in a job but maybe running your own investments i don't think one ever kind of stops having a purpose in life even it doesn't matter what age you are um but you know as you as you get older you you want to really you value how you spend your time and what you spend your time on with the understanding that you do need money to live um, so hopefully, um, you know, you've got a positive attitude about money. Hopefully all of our listeners are thinking about money and saying to themselves, you know, it's not the root of all evil. It's not something that's a bad thing. Money is, is just a thing. It doesn't make something good or bad. It's not necessarily going to bring you happiness or make you sad either. However, you know, without it, you could have some stress and, and having a little bit of money and being thoughtful in your money. I think that is really one of the most important lessons in life is about thoughtful choices. Um, because, you know, when, and, and just as you would be thoughtful in how you would, you know, be kind to other people and do good deeds, you should be thoughtful with how you use your money. It shouldn't be something you would waste. We wouldn't waste food, yet uh, you often find people wasting their money on, on frivolous things that really aren't that important. You know, and a lot of those frivolous things are, I would say, material. Having a fancy car, having a fancy house, these kind of things um, are nice to have. And I'm not saying people shouldn't have them. But, you know, as long as it's not something that is, is being wasted. So, Dad, why do people buy these things? Why don't they know that 
they shouldn't waste their money on this. They could do something better with it. Well, exactly. I mean, I think you can do a lot better than, than waste money on just material items. And, and I think often people buy material things to make themselves feel better or to be showy. So what I mean by showy is, you know, make sure that the neighbor thinks that they fancy. You, know, so you get often people driving these big fancy cars, but the only person who owns those cars is actually the bank. They're paying it off over time. They're actually pretending to be wealthy. And it's because of certain insecurities that they might have that they have these 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 fancy items or these fancy clothes or these fancy um, show things that they can show other people and um, to make themselves feel important. So I actually see it more often as a, a sign of insecurity when people actually have um, these fancy items as actually a sign of confidence. I think there is an element where there's nothing wrong with having a nice car and you certainly want a reliable car. And if it's something that you find a lot of enjoyment in and you have the money and you can buy that kind of item without having to, to you know, pretend to have owned it, but actually buy it yourself, then there's nothing wrong with it. And similarly, there's nothing wrong with wearing, you know, a few brand name clothes if you enjoy wearing brand, certain brand name clothes. But, and again, that's a choice, but don't be wasting or spending all your money on fancy things to make other people think you better than you are. Because I think that comes again back down to your net worth not being equal to your self-worth. You know, who you are and your self-worth as a person is, is the kind of person you behave as. You know, doing kind deeds, helping others. You know, I'd much rather drive a, a not-so-fancy car and actually give that money as a donation to a good organization that's, you know, feeding hungry people than for me to drive a fancy car for, you know, half an hour in the day when I drive to work and back. I mean, what I need, a fancy car sitting in a parking lot, um, when that money could be used to really change people's lives in a meaningful way, especially people who are on that lower end of their Maslow hierarchy of needs, where they, they don't have shelter, they don't have food, they don't feel safe or have safety. You know, and if you can give some of your money to provide that to other people, well, that's a good, better, I find that brings me a whole lot more enjoyment than buying a fancy car. So I, I definitely think often when you see Certainly people who are living this big lifestyle, it's about them trying to make out that they're important, when in fact that's what not, isn't really what makes someone important or not. Uh, you know, I think your good deeds is what makes you important. So what you're saying, Dad, is money, depending on how you use it, it can be used for good or bad. Exactly. And, and I think the important thing is to use it for good. And therefore, it's actually a very positive thing if you're using it for good. Um, I just want to just make a, a small uh, interlude on, on the current podcast to say that, you know, we've really been talking about the feelings and how money might make you feel and, and really trying to, to, to appeal to you as listeners to say, don't bring in negative feelings when you, you look at thinking about money. Really think of it in a positive light. This is to embrace your journey into finance and investments in a positive way. Um, one thing that we didn't touch on is two concepts. One is called a behavioral finance. This really talks around how people do silly things and will choose, um, call it the riskier option because it might make them feel better. So there's a lot of work that's been done on, on behavioral finance, which we didn't cover in today's podcast. And then also there's been a recent book that's come out called The Psychology of Money. It really talks about how a lot of people are making, make a lot of psychological mistakes when thinking about money. Two really important concepts in money, not what we were trying to delve into today. Um, but uh, hopefully you as listeners um, 
and Zev, hopefully you, you with me felt that, you know, money is certainly something worth discussing, talking about, and, and really thinking in a positive light. So, Dad, another thing which is good about money is that you can get more yields out of it if you use it for good things. And just for people who don't know what yields are, it's the measurement to use for happiness. So, buying another PlayStation will get you yields of happiness, but if you maybe take that money that you would have bought for the PlayStation and donate it to charity, you could have got much more yields out of it. So, Zeva, I really think that uh, you, uh, I agree with you 100%. You know, using your money wisely is what this is all about. And so hopefully you and the listeners over the course of these podcasts, not only can we learn how to grow our wealth and, and save and, and make more money, but the most important thing is when we do make more money, what are we going to do with it and how do we do good with it? So Dad, I think that's a good way to end this podcast. So thank you all to the listeners for listening to the first episode of the Father and Son Finances podcast.